I'm an entrepreneur with a mission to share unique business experiences, tips of the trade, and entrepreneurial advice through fun and easygoing conversations with pros and peers. I'm Cassie, and I'm your host. Let's grab drinks after work every Thursday as we banter and brainstorm. With a shot of business and a splash of pleasure, this is the Mastermind Mixer. Today, we're sitting down with Hannah, the entrepreneurial force behind Home Studio List. If you're a creative professional, chances are you found yourself in need of a space, a clean, bright space full of natural light that's just perfect for a photo shoot. And that's exactly where Home Studio List steps in, offering a platform to find such locations rentable by the hour. Hannah's journey is one of sheer innovation and creativity, with roots tracing back to her childhood where she was inspired by her entrepreneur dad. It was then that she discovered her love for business and turned a simple lemonade stand into a mini venture. Fast forward to her college years, she successfully turned a hobby of blogging and photography into a thriving business. Today, she's the mind behind Home Studio List, a solution to many creatives' dilemma of finding the perfect space for their projects. The idea was born out of necessity when she found herself in San Francisco, sitting in her humble but beautiful apartment filled with natural light, wondering if she could offset her rent by making the space available to other photographers. In this episode, we're going to dive deeper into Hannah's journey, exploring her entrepreneurial spirit, her knack for identifying opportunities and turning them into successful adventures, and of course, the story behind Home Studio List, which I describe as Airbnb, but for photography. I invite you to grab our drink of choice for this episode, a French 75. This classic cocktail with its blend of gin, lemon juice, sugar, and champagne is a perfect nod to Hannah's elaborate lemonade stand as a child. Its bubbly sophistication also mirrors the atmosphere of the bright, light-filled spaces that Home Studio List is known for. So pour yourself a French 75, settle in, and let's get inspired as we chat with Hannah from Home Studio List. Hi, everybody. I am so excited about our guest today, um, and I'm going to allow her to, her to introduce herself because um, she does so well on her online presence anyway. So go ahead. Well, thanks, Cassie. I am so excited to chat with you today. I am Hannah Pobar. I'm the founder and CEO of HomestudioList.com. We are a platform of real homes that are available to rent by the hour for photo shoots and video productions in cities all across the U.S. Um, and soon Canada. So very exciting things. Oh, that's coming. exciting. Yeah, we um, we're about six years old. Um, I have bootstrapped this company from the start. So I feel like we have so much, so many interesting things to dive into today. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, I have been following you as a as a consumer for a long time. Um, you know, I'm a photographer and I've done some branding sessions um, in your spaces or other people's spaces that are listed on your site. Um, and then I've also um, done my own shoot there. So it's been oh really God. cool to, to see you evolve over the last few years. Yeah, I love that. How was your experience? This is so fun to get like the other side. Oh, yeah. So um, it was it was lovely. Um, we, you know, the struggle on our end, which is why this exists, I assume, is, you know, just finding like bright spaces with a lot of natural light that are clean and free of like life living in them and not having to be your own home. Um, you know, for my own branding session, it was like, well, we could do it here, but I'm going to have to get clean up the kids' toys and like make sure everything stays tidy up until the last minute, um, you know, before the session starts. So having the freedom to walk into a space that very much feels, um, like the beginning stages of, you know, when you walk into a vacation rental, but you just get to shoot it and it's rentable by the hour. It was, it's very helpful and everybody's always been so kind and, um, you know, inviting into their home and kind of excited to hear about what we're doing. So that's always been nice. 
Oh, I love to hear that. And I'm, I'm so proud of the community that we've built. And I think we work with exemplary hosts and it's cool that a lot of them are also creatives themselves. So they have a really deep understanding and, you know, a lot of insight into, well, if you move the couch over here, you'll get this really cool, like sun cast in the afternoon. And it's like these little insider tips and tricks that you might not otherwise know if you didn't have that like experience of getting to meet. So I'm glad that you had an amazing experience. That just means the world to me. Yeah. And I think it's really cool because a, a lot of the hosts, you know, they, they've worked so hard to make a beautiful home and the fact that they're willing to open it up to others is it's just a really cool concept. Um, I often, um, I, I refer you constantly to people looking for spaces for my own branding clients and then for my photography friends looking for spaces and I'm like, have you checked out home studio list yet? Like you got, you got to get on there. And, um, one of the things that's just always, I always say like, oh, it's like Airbnb, but for photography. Like it's amazing. Like it's, I love it. It's, it's like for tagline. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, um, and it's always been super well received, and they're like, oh, I'm definitely going to check that out. And you know, typically, like, there's a, a range of um, prices that are welcoming. So anyway, I'm just a huge supporter of it. I think it's great, and I'm really excited to have you here to like learn more about um, where you started. And I. I did do a little deep dive into, um, you know, your LinkedIn profile and things like that. Um, so I want to talk about a little bit um, with your time in Colorado when you were in college. I know you started, um, you know, you, can you tell me a little bit more about how you paid for school and, you know, where that entrepreneurial spirit comes from and things like that? Yeah, absolutely. I, as a kid, I grew up, my dad was an entrepreneur. And so I got to see so much of his day to day. And at a really young age, probably like five or six, he would give me work tasks. And I just, I loved it. I was so excited to grow up and be a business person and work in an office. And those are probably like not the average kids thrills and delights. <laughs> I don't think that that's like, you know, my daughter wants to be a dog walker. Like she's no not, <laughs> she's going to be the best dog walker ever. <laughs> but yeah, I think we see, you know, what our parents do. And, um, it was so inspiring to me. And at a really young age, he was letting me do things like write a press release and he would submit it to the oh, very so small cool. town. Yeah. So I just got, I think I got really into that when I was young and he would help me make the most outrageous lemonade stands with signage down the street, you know, and we would just do everything that in that like style. And so that was just in, you know, it was such a part of my childhood. And, um, I think really helped me launch my first company when I was in college. I, um, had a nice camera and I was blogging. It was such a different world of blogging. Yeah. Um, it was definitely like the blogging space yeah, back then. Yeah. 2010, you know, and, yeah. um, I thought I could probably start charging people and uh, photograph senior portraits. And I did that for a summer and it completely took off. And by the end of college, I was shooting, you know, 30 or 40, 40 weddings per year. And um, I had built a very successful photography business. That's amazing. College. And that was such a unique experience. Um, and that background combined with a couple other things I did after college ended up really being such an important and pivotal part of home studio list because I had moved to San Francisco and had this 
beautiful. I mean, it wasn't fancy, but it had really beautiful natural light. And you know, as a photographer, how important that is to a space, right? Space magical. And so I thought, I wonder if I could rent my apartment to photographers to just offset my very crazy San Francisco rent. Right. Six years later, here we are. The company is in a completely different format than than that, you know, the early days. But um, it's been... I love that it's just like an idea. You know, um, my mom has her own business and that's where I get a lot of my, um, you know, entrepreneurial spirit from. And we were recently talking and I, you know, our, some would call it like a toxic trait, but like we think it's the best thing ever where we just so like anything can make you money. Like any, you know, it just takes one good idea to like turn it into a business and let it evolve. And that's just really cool that, that you have that same, same brain. Yeah. <laughs> Our brains work the same. That's like a beautiful disposition for an entrepreneur to have because. Yeah, I think so too. And I, we, yeah. we always get people saying like, oh, you know, not everything has to make you money, but it's just, it's just the way that entrepreneurs think it's just a different way. And I, I really admire it. And I, I like to just hear about it from other people. It's really inspiring and exciting. Um, even hearing about your dad, you know, that makes me think I'm like, I'm a Girl Scout troop leader for my yeah. oldest. I'm like, we should, you know, I should get more into that with her and like, let her, you know, write the press releases. Like you said that your dad did, like, that's just a really cool thing and something I want to instill in my kids. So that's, yeah really great to hear and super exciting. Um, I think the exposure is so important. Like if you are, you know, exposing your, your kids to that, or as a child, you have an experience that you understand how one day you might be able to run your own business. Like just that exposure is so helpful. Yeah. And just like the freedom to do that and like the encouragement to, you know, think outside the box, I think is so important too. Um, I want to hear more. This is like something I'm just like very personally interested in hearing about, but, and I'm going to, I'm going to make you tell me how you say it. Do you just say it with the letters? Is it just UX and UI design? Yeah. Like UI, UX, user interface and user experience. Um, yeah, I, knew that so far. I was like, I just wonder if you just say it like it looks. <laughs> yeah, you do. You got it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Tell me more about that. Cause I find that like, what's the concept with that and um, how do you, I know you had your own company, um, within that for a bit. So what was, what was that like and how did you serve your clients? Yeah. So after college, I, um, got offered a job in startups in the wedding industry and it was a really perfect evolution of, you know, being a wedding photographer. Now I was going to be able to take my like very deep understanding of an industry, um, and apply it to, uh, work like in startups and I moved to San Francisco, which is like the startup Mecca and it's crazy out there. It's like <laughs> insanity, but it's, um, I got hired as a UI UX designer. Um, and so basically that like user interface and experience is the product side of a website. So I was working in an e-commerce company and we sold bridesmaid dresses. And so my job was really outlining the process of, how a user signed up for the website, how we helped that person um, convert, meaning purchase something. And so there are so many, UI UX is so interesting because it really is this like very cool amalgamation of psychology and how you use aspects of psychology to um, help people use your website in the most functional, clear and beautiful way. And yeah, so, I'm like really interested in like the concept of color theory and things like that, which I, I believe plays a, a pretty big role in this design, um, 
like the tactics. Is that right? Like the technology of it all? Exactly. So we would, you know, run a test and see, do blue buttons convert better? Do more people click on them than red buttons? And if you have a company or your own email list or anything like that, you can run these tests yourself, like on your your website um, or in an email you know, platform. That's so cool. And I'm sure that this like played it. You do have like your website is very beautiful. So I wonder, um, I imagine that it had a, a pretty big impact on where Home Studio List lands now. Is that is yeah, that true? absolutely. It was really um, foundational having that work experience. Um, and the truth is I got hired for that job. I had no formal training in design <laughs> at all. So I probably wasn't really that qualified, but I had a lot of passion for it. And it was you know, working in startups where like passion and interest and like curiosity and the, de- you know, desire to just go figure something out is sometimes more important than what you studied in school and, you know, what your previous work history is. So uh, that that was an interesting, <laughs> you know, departure. But I studied yeah. analytics um, and like data in college. And so I was it was really cool to have the creative work experience um, on the design side, but then also I, you know, deeply am interested in metrics and finding patterns in data and like the optimization that happens around that. And so it's really cool to be like equipped with the creative design, like knowledge. Um, And so I, I do laugh. I'm like, oh, home studio list was really easy to create. But then I think about it. If I didn't have like the skills in photography and design and right. you know the ability to like analyze our site metrics and make improvements, it would actually be kind of hard. <laughs> yeah, you like definitely put all your skills together and they landed in like a really beautiful way. So that's that's amazing. And um I know that you have been, you know, featured in places like Vogue and Martha Stewart living. And, you know, tell me like, how does that feel? Like, how did that even happen? You know, those are pretty big names and it's just really, it's really cool. And I want to, I want to hear all about it. Thank you. Yeah. In the beginning, we just got really awesome organic press hits and I wish I had some like cool tip and trick uh, to (laughs) get those. It was, it was so interesting to be like, whoa, I like thought this thing up and put it out on the internet and like people find it on their own accord. Like that was just mind blowing to me. And so in the beginning, those like those press hits were so um, they were very, you know, fun and motivating. It's just cool to see over time, like how that has evolved. And they're still so motivating and exciting. Although sometimes it's funny to see that like, we'll get a really big hit in like the wall street journal or something. And it doesn't always necessarily tie back in a trackable way to sure. like site conversion or people signing up on the site. Um, but I can't help but say like, it is a really, it feels really yeah, good. Right. Right. It's a li- like a little bit of brag, right? It's like, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Yeah. If anything, I feel like it's really, um, it builds a lot of credibility and trust. And so like my functional tip of that is like, take the places you're featured and put them on your site and like proliferate them and, you know, show people them because that helps people understand like the magnitude of, you know, the company that they're, they're working with. I totally agree. I mean, it's definitely like heavy hitters. So it's like, let's, let's tell everybody where, where they, where we've been and where we're going. And, um, and so there's for sure. But I do like, I am like, oh, and in the early days, I think I cared a lot about that 
because it felt like validation. And I was like, somebody, yeah, they get it. They believe in me. (laughs) You know, when you're new starting a company, I think like you need some validation sometimes. Um, And now I'm sort of like, oh, that's cool. All right. I'm going to do what I'm doing. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Are you on TikTok at all? Do you? So I am a personal, I definitely am a TikTok consumer. Okay. So do you know Elise Myers? Who? Elise Myers, she um, she just like tells funny stories. I'll, I'll have to send you some of her stuff. But right now, something viral is that she duetted a song with somebody and the words are um, basically like, I thought I wanted this and now I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, and people are using it, um, using the sound on TikTok to talk about how like they wanted to go viral on TikTok. And then when it happened, they're like, how do I keep up with, you know, if they're product based, like selling. Yeah. So did you have any growing pains like that when you were, you know, you said these happened like pretty early on. Um, did you feel like it, that you couldn't keep up at any point or like, what was it, what was it like expanding into other cities and, you know, going down that road? Yeah. Like over the past six years, there have been so many emotional, like twists and turns. So absolutely. And we've had, you know, coming out of um, COVID, we were growing like 400% year over year. And so that oh was crazy. I mean, it was so awesome to experience that acceleration. And then on the flip side, you know, a year later, we were still growing. And had we never had that previous like growth spurt, I probably would have been so delighted by the growth that we were experiencing, but it wasn't 400%. And so it changed my attitude a little bit from being like grateful to being, to feeling like we had to continue it, like always push for that kind of growth. and. I definitely want to have like high ambitions, but I think that's probably the most recent like growth spurt that we had. And the come down from that was difficult because I wanted to achieve, I wanted to continue that like rate of growth. And, um, that's just, that's, that's hard. (laughs) And, um, absolutely like to feel it for a few years and, you know, you're, you know, you're excelling and then, you know, COVID impacted, so many of us. Um, and just, I mean, I think a, a greater thing to come out of it is that you're, you're still going, especially in a space where like the whole concept is others going into like your private spaces. Yeah. So um, That's why I think it was it, even more perplexing to have such insane growth. Yeah. Right. right you know, in the midst and towards the end of COVID. Yeah, that's wild. That's yeah. like, that's like such a, that's such a feat. Like that's pretty, that's pretty incredible to, yeah. to be able to do that. Thank you. Hey everyone, I'm so sorry to interrupt. I just want to take a moment to share a special offer from a tool I personally love and use, Trello. As someone who values organization and efficiency, I find Trello to be an incredibly versatile and user-friendly project management tool. It helps businesses and individuals stay on top of their tasks, collaborate seamlessly, and achieve their goals more efficiently. It's an essential tool for anyone looking to bring structure and clarity to their work and personal life. As a special treat for our dedicated listeners, when you sign up for Trello using our referral code, trello.com slash Cassie Lane slash recommend, you'll receive one month free. This fantastic bonus will help you jumpstart your organizational journey. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to revolutionize your project management and elevate your productivity. Visit trello.com, that's T-R-E-L-L-O dot com slash Cassie Lane slash recommend to claim your free month and start experiencing the benefits of Trello today. 
But yeah, I mean, there are so many, it's hard to, I think I always just come back to like, in entrepreneurship, you just have to continuously find a way to motivate yourself. And for me, I find the most motivation when I have momentum and to build momentum, I need to just find enjoyment in what I'm doing. And usually that accelerates the, the most growth. And so the times when I'm not there, I've in the past gotten frustrated and sometimes I still do like it happens, but I always just have to be like, okay, go find, like, go find something else that feels a little easier right now and like find the momentum again. I was just talking to a friend about this and, you know, I said, when I start to feel burnout, I know that something's not working right because I, I love what I do and I, I love, I love to work and I love to work with people. So if something feels burnt out. Like I can, I can feel tired and not be burnt out. But when I start feeling burnt out, I'm like, okay, I need to step back and reevaluate. Like what is, what is this, you know, what's triggering this and how can I fix it? Cause I, I want to be in this space and I want to continue to love it. So what do I need to do to kind of shift and, you know, get, get cozy again? Exactly. Yeah. I totally will echo that. Um, so is it just you? Are you doing all of this by yourself or do you have a team or what does this look like? We have an amazing team. There are five of us. Um, we're all remote, so all over. Um, sometimes feels alone just because I'm, you know, in my house. Yeah, you're not an office. Day, but um, could definitely not do it without without everybody. We have an amazing team. That's awesome. Um, and I want to hear more about like, you know, Hannah outside of work. Like, yeah. what is, what is she doing when she's she's not managing home studio lists? What are her okay. hobbies? It does all feel so related. Like you said, I've tri- I feel like anytime I have a slightly new interest, I'm like, how do I turn this into something? <laughs> I relate to that like in my core. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, it, it is just funny how that happens. But um, right now I'm planning a home renovation. Um, just moved oh. to a beautiful house back in the summer. And so that's been my latest latest interest and I'm having so much fun dreaming it up and it'll be really fun uh, to get our house in a beautiful state to list on home studio list. I was going to say, like, is it, is, will, will we see this home on home studio oh. list when it's all said and done? Absolutely. And it, yeah. it is pretty cool. It feels like an extension to some degree of, you know, my work. And, and I'm, I'm totally on that side of TikTok too, of like the home renovation side yes. of TikTok. <laughs> it's a black hole, isn't it? it it's is. like it's so it overly inspiring. And I'm not even renovating a home. I just like to see what other people are doing. Hey, I, I feel you. <laughs> um, tell me a little bit about, you know, outside of your dad, you, you know, you mentioned him. Are there any other people that have like really impacted how you view entrepreneurship, how you, um, you know, maybe playing your business or just people that inspire you and influence you. Totally. I, someone that always comes to mind in the business world is Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx. I just have such a girl crush on the way that she has positioned her company and obviously, you know, their household name. But um, as a founder, I feel like I have so much, um, I drive so much inspiration from her story and how she built her company on no investment, um, no marketing spend. And we're really similar to that at Home Studio List. I bootstrapped this company. We have very, very 
incredibly small marketing budgets. And most of our um, customers are repeat customers or come from organic social. And so, you know, that's a labor of love in itself. It's one thing to, you know, turn on ads and like let the money flow from the spigot and (laughs) And just like figure it out or like have this like unlimited budget. But yeah. And when I was working in startups, I saw that so much. And, you know, when you've got the money, more power to you, like do, you know, no judgment. But um, I just, I just knew in starting home studio list that I wanted this to be a profitable company. And while we have a tech product, I really like the ethos of the company is very much a small business. And for so many years, I think in the beginning, I felt like maybe I wasn't living the true potential of the company or, um, I had a little bit of FOMO, like seeing, you know, all these startups in San Francisco raise tens of millions of dollars and grow their teams massively and have insanely cool offices. And there was just something that didn't feel right about that to me for home studio list. And a couple years in, I'm so glad that I like stayed my course in the beginning. It wasn't always easy, you know, and you know, there are definitely still hard days, but this has given me just like such, um, so much fulfillment. And I love the lifestyle that having a more lifestyle business has brought. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I can see like it, you know, envy does creep in every now and again and you're like, maybe I should be, you know, thinking about it. But when, when you just trust your gut, like things usually play out exactly like you'd hoped. Um, and and by exactly like I hope, just like a, a comfortable, happy, fulfilling career and life, um, even if it looks a little bit different than what you'd initially thought. So, um, yeah, I can totally, I can totally see that. And it's funny, you're right about Spanx because even like non Spanx that are like shapewear, people call them Spanx. Yeah. It's like, it really is like such a household name. <laughs> yeah, and it's so cool to. I didn't know that about her story until a couple of years into my journey with home studio list. And I just, as I read more about her, I was like, Oh, I have so much respect, like so much admiration. It's almost like sometimes if you go the path that like I've pursued with home studio list, people make it seem like you can't grow a company like that. It's definitely harder. And so it's just really cool that she's like such a living testament of you can you can create and run your company in whatever fashion. Right. You know, like it might not always be as successful, but like, you know, <laughs> it's so cool to see her as an example. Um, that's a similar thing that I recently found out, like you were saying, like you didn't realize. Um, so you know the like viral Stanley Cups? Yes. I have so one. have you seen like how that all came about? Is it the influencers? Yeah, it's like the these two like small mar- this small marketing firm of two women um, reached out to Stanley and said like we think we can rebrand you and sell these things. The cups had been discontinued in 2019. Wow! And they purchased. You know, Stanley was like, "Oh, we'll give it a shot." They basically were like, "We'll give it a shot," but you have to make the first purchase order. So these women bought, I think, like a thousand units and started doing these launches and rebranded Stanley's website to market them to women. as an accessory versus like the manly Stanley thermoses that they were known for prior and um, sent them to influencers and created Stanley's first affiliate program. And it it was just a really cool, the the Instagram that started it is called the buy guide. And um, they are 
the masterminds behind these, you know, viral Stanley cups and the success of Stanley. And now I went to Stanley's website yesterday and, you know, even the camping photos is like a woman holding a thermos. Like it's not, I, love it. I know I love that too. And it's, it's so creative and outside of the box. And it was just like such a small firm. And now like they can, you know, they have that on their resume. And I, I really think that that is like one of the coolest stories I've heard in a long time. And um, I just really appreciate, like, you know, we talked about like being tenacious and motivated and all of those things, like talk about being tenacious, like reaching out to Stanley directly and being like, Hey, we can, we can reinvent the wheel here. Yeah. And it's such a big company too. That's right. amazing. And it absolutely worked. I feel like Stanley Cups are. I literally have one. <laughs> me too. I was like, it's sitting next to me right now. Like we are attached to this working. Exactly. Like it is. And that's what they said. They were like, this is more like for women on the go as an accessory, not just like a water vessel. And it really has become this like status thing of like, like I've had people stop me in the store and be like, how, um, so is it, is the mug as good as you think? And like, t- give me a review. Like they like stop me cause I'm carrying this silly thermos, you know, insulated mug. Cassie, I bought mine on eBay for a hundred dollars <laughs> because oh I couldn't God. find any in stock. Oh my gosh. And that's funny because they, they also, they started doing them in launches and, you know, the scarcity, um, marketing tactic and, um, they became like collector's items too. There are women who want like one from each of the launches and it's still happening. Like I went to the buy guides Instagram yesterday and it was like, Oh, they're like, this is, you know, it wasn't just this like surge and then it was dead. Like they're, they're still doing it. And I think it's, I think it's really, really cool. That is brilliant. Yeah. Um, look them up now. Do you do you foresee anything coming like is is home studio list it is or do you think that you know do you have a growth plan like what is it just sticking and growing this into more cities and I I know you mentioned Canada and where where do you see not like to be super cheesy but like where do you see yourself in 5 years and like in oh, both professionally and like maybe a little personally like no, just whatever you want to share. I you know I feel like when you start a company, like the first question people ask is like, are you going to sell it? Like, what are you going to do with it? And I'm like, I have no idea. I love the creation of it. And I feel so much inspiration just daily from it. So I have no like immediate plans for anything like that. But you know, you never know what the future holds. Um, We are just totally, I mean, we're still growing. We still are in a very like organic growth phase. And so going to continue writing that out. We have really big plans this year for a lot of new like areas of, of business um, that are related, but a bit of an extension of the home studio list experience. Oh, so um, yeah, earlier this year, we launched a vendor directory and mm-hmm. that is a free directory um, where our guests are able to browse photographers, videographers, content creators, production services, makeup artists, any any creative category really um, as it relates to productions. And um, in a similar way that we offer locations, now on Home Studio List, you can uh, discover creatives and hire them for your productions. Oh, that is so, so cool. That's been a really cool... Um, we just launched that about a month ago. So that kicked off the new year and it was was so well received um more yeah, i like literally put myself on it <laughs> yeah, yeah i was gonna say yeah it's free to list it won't be free forever eventually that will become a paid offering but for the foreseeable future for a couple months at least we'll um continue to 
we we wanted to be a robust um, directory. So that uh, was a really exciting launch. And then we are launching Canada um, coming up in Q1. So that's going to be awesome. Um, and, you know, just an acceleration of Home Studio List International now. Yeah, that is so that I mean, come on, international like that's that's wild. That's wild. Up north. So, yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, and, you know, Home Studio List, like we have competitors who are very much focused on like the real estate side of, um, you know, rentals and, and finding space for birthday parties or bridal showers. And right. we're just not really in that business. That never totally resonated with me um, in terms of like how Home Studio List gets bigger. What we are like so positioned in and where I want to make sure we stay is um, in a space of building resources and tools for creators. So that's that's where we fit. And in the next year, we're going to be unrolling so many new things as it relates to creators. Oh, that's awesome. I love that you have like such a clear picture because it, you know, it's so easy to get yourself wrapped up in like what everybody else is doing, like we talked about earlier. So you're just like, no, we, we fit here and like this feels good and this feels right. Um, and I am like as a consumer, just very excited um, to see to see what's to come. Um, I, I we're about to wrap up, but I wanted to ask one more thing. Um, you've had some pretty cool clients, um, you know, big hitters. And I just want to hear if there is a story, even if it's not one of the the bigger names of um, an experience that's happened for Home Studio List um, that's just like really been like, this is what I wanted. Like, this is what I imagined. Um, do you have anything like that? Oh, wow. I I, I know, I really hit you with that, that one. Like, I, no, I mean, that's such a good question. I seriously feel that way every day. I am amazed just looking at like our, our like open board of reservations when I log in in the morning. And sometimes I'm just like, completely amazed at how this has gained so much traction with so little investment um you know a very like amazing dedicated but scrappy team and so i truly feel that way every day i will say like some of the big productions we've worked with um like starbucks or l'oreal or parachute home that was one that i especially i love them so I still get really starstruck when we get a reservation request from a big name. I'm like texting my boyfriend, like, Oh my gosh, so-and-so just put in a request. And Oh my gosh. I love that. I love that. Like you're still, that. yeah. You're, like, your first move is like text your boyfriend about how excited you are. <laughs> I <like>, truly, <laughs> that resonates with me too. I'm like, yeah. Oh my God. Like mine is um, my best friend, Claire. I'll text her and be like, you'll never believe this. And yes, um, we have so to have I, the people, you know, to share the stuff with the wins and all of that. And exactly. Yeah, I I still get that excitement, and I mean, I hope that never goes away. So I know, me too. Like, I, I think that like that's the reevaluation moment, right? Like, if those if those feelings start to go away, you have to be like, is this it? Like, what is next? 100%. That's a really good like barometer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have thoroughly enjoyed talking to you today, and I really yeah. appreciate you um, sharing everything with us. Um, and I just, I like I said before, like I just really am excited. I really support what you're doing, and. I'm eager to see what's to come, um, not just in the next year, but um, beyond that. So thank you so much for being with us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for hosting me and being a part of our community. um, And so very much looking forward to working with you in the future. Awesome. Thanks so much, Hannah. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. 
And that's a wrap on our amazing conversation with Hannah, the innovative entrepreneur behind Home Studio List. We've taken a deep dive into her journey and the story behind her company, which has been a real game changer for creative professionals in need of that perfect photo shoot location. As we wrap up this episode, I want to encourage you to explore the spaces offered by Home Studio List. As a creative entrepreneur, the need for a beautiful, well-lit space is so important and Hannah's platform is sure to have something that will inspire you. You can find Home Studio List online at homestudiolist.com and follow them on Instagram at homestudiolist for a sneak peek into the gorgeous spaces they offer and for updates on new locations being added. Before we go, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps me reach more people and continue to bring you these inspiring stories from the creative world. We appreciate every single one of you and your feedback. So go ahead, pour yourself another French 75 if you're so inclined, and enjoy the rest of your day or evening filled with inspiration from our chat with Hannah. As always, we appreciate you for tuning in, and we'd love to see you next time on the next episode.